coming to you live from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. No sign of Claudio, unfortunately. It's the <laughs> 10 Point Podcast, Season 7 Finale, I guess. I, I, I still not actually sure if these are the finale or if the point is the finale, really. But uh, ah, it's, the last, it's episode 20, the last episode of Season The last seven, standard one. Season 7 proper. Uh, my name is Bruce, and as I look out at this wonderful family, I'm filled with so much pride. I know this road has been very hard and also not fair, and yet here you are, despite all of the odds, building this magnificent legacy. It is a legacy that will go on for generations. No one can take it away, not now, not ever. To Familia! Familia. <laughs> I was wondering where that came from. I was like, who the fuck says yeah. that? Do, do you remember? Mm. You do. Uh, Abuelita, where she's it, called. It yeah. was old, old Granny Toretto at the, at the dinner. With me at my barbecue this week, however. I'm first, on a barbecue. The only <laughs> thing he knows about Rome is Roman noodles. It's Chris. You butthole. <laughs> Excuse me. And secondly, this is a real deep cut. You some bitch. <laughs> it's Andy. Ah, nice. The very last line of the Somebody watched the post credit scene. Someone got all the way to the very, very end. Uh, yes, what a delivery by Dwayne, though. It was, uh, it was really something. He really made the most of his two words he, that he had. He really, he really had to uh, ham that up after the Black Adam died on. He's like, I'm coming back, and I'm going to say these words perfectly. <laughs> we are the 10-point podcast. You may have guessed by now. We, you can find us podcasts, YouTubes, Spotify's, where it works. Only fans, money, everything. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. I sent out a tweet this week. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I tweeted. Oh, I, I, Elon Musk. I tweeted on Twitter, uh, the podcast, teasing some comments I was going to make about our highlights of the week because I went to see something. Oh, I thought teasing. we're going to be off quite a lot over the summer. Did Vin Diesel get back to you? I'm definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to be seeing a lot of films over the summer, and we're going to have a lot less podcasts between now and August when I'm seeing all these films. So I'm thinking I might do some twittering. Of the stuff I've been seeing, so I, I, I very briefly reviewed my highlight of the week, but that's coming cancelled. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Either way, ten point podcast. Type those three words into the internet, and you will find an episode, a website, a source, a tweet, a Facebook, something or other that is us talking about films. I've teased it, but Andy's going to head off with his highlight of the week because mine is the same. Andy, your highlight of the week. I watched Batman Returns. And what a film it was. Re-returns. He did indeed re-return, yeah. <laughs> oh, double double returning. So basically, I didn't watch the new Michael Keaton Batman film, because that's what I'm calling it. Uh, uh, Batman colon The Flash. <laughs> yeah, because, right, I'm trying to do a non-spoiler review, right? Batman's in it. He is the best thing in it. Well, wait, that's in the trailer. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but he's in it way longer than I actually thought. I thought the trailer's going to just ham it up. He's going to be in a wee, wee bit. But... He's in about eighty percent of this film, which he is, needed. He's the was the third main character, but the two main characters are the same character. If yes. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, and, he is. An <laughs> and like, say what you want about this Batman, I quite like Ezra Miller being this character, and his acting, be cheesy whatever you have. At no stage did I need him to wear a different outfit to know which one of the flashes he was because. He played against himself perfectly. Like, you didn't need to wear, like, yellow and he didn't have to wear red. It's like, you could have just had him in the same clothes and I would have completely mm. believed he was a different person. And uh, he's a bit of a nutter, that, that's but my one the Flash is the one film that he nails every time. 
he does, and I'll give him credit for that. I mean, his character's not very great in the film. He's is there or thereabouts, but Supergirl, what a waste. She was she was pish. But Michael Keaton, fucking hell. Every time he was on screen, I'm like, yes. I was like, flip flop. Yes, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care. I was just like, yes, I'm all. I was in. And then and then at the end, I just didn't care. There's a bit where it kind of, you know, it's coming, and I was just like, ah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> once they've done it once, I didn't care about the next couple of times they did it. Right. If you know what I mean. I think it was um well yeah, I've seen it, so I don't know what you mean. I I enjoyed myself. Yeah. And I, I in my tweet that I sent out that I sent all these hundreds of people that found my tweet to this podcast. I think it's the most I've enjoyed myself at the cinema this year. And I when I go to the cinema, basically there's one or two things I want. I either want to watch a great film or I really want to have a good time watching yeah. a film. And I feel like The Flash was a hell of a lot of fun. It is not perfect. It has problems. People are tearing it apart, some maliciously, because oh, it's, it's an absolute psychopath. And we can't we can't distance him from that, but we can distance the film from it. He's crazy. That's yeah. what people hate this. That's that dealt with. He's crazy. He shouldn't be doing all the stuff he's doing and can't get away with it any longer. However, in the film, he is brilliant. And like Andy says, he... His one, one of them has like a daft haircut, one of them has yeah. a normal haircut. But other than that, he plays two different people. And yeah. he, I don't know what, three quarters of his scenes are Ezra yeah. Miller and himself. And it's it's like two different people. It's incredible what he does. And, and there's some risky shit in this film. Like you know, that bit at the start, I was just like, oh, fuck, they're going there. Like, <laughs> oh, you can't do that. It's like, oh, they're doing it. It was like, a lot of that. They've kept it in the film after they'd heard about it. I thought, oh, everyone will get a laugh at this. Ezra won't like it, but everyone else is going to get a laugh yeah. at this. this gag. But yeah, he is really entertaining. And he made me laugh as much as some comedy films do. He's really funny in the film. Yeah. Um, but the problem they have is they panicked when he went mad. Because the fact Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton being Batman in this film is supposed to be a twist, I reckon. Because the whole first scene, yeah. slight spoiler, they hide that it's Michael Keaton. We all know it's Michael Keaton because we've been advertised. Come to this film where Michael Keaton's back. But in the film, it's like, oh, who is this mysterious person living yeah. in Wayne Manor? Letting all that <laughs> stuff. Well, we know it. we've seen the trailers. But I had actually forgotten that Supergirl was in it because a massive chunk in the second half of the film is teasing something, teasing something, teasing something. Yeah. And it's Supergirl. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> she's in this. Um, but otherwise, that's another major thing that's probably supposed to be a twist that they had to reveal in the trailer yeah, because, people, really because they panicked about the whole Ezra Miller thing. So despite the fact that I basically knew, despite forgetting one of them, the two major character appearances in this film, I still very much enjoyed myself. I really liked where it was going. Had a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed the very ending, Andy. I won't yeah. go any further with that, but the very ending it appealed to me, but also because this film's kind of the end. Like They're not going to do yeah. really any more. With Ezra Miller, I doubt. But yeah, I highly recommend if you want to have a good laugh and not have to think too much. If you know Man of Steel and you know who Batman is, then this film's fine. Yeah. Other than that, you don't need any other sort of background information, really. But um, yes, a lot of fun. And yeah, flies by two and a bit hours. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. And it's funny. But yeah, highly recommend The Flash. I went into it hopeful. And it, it delivered on what I thought it was good. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm definitely a thumbs up category, but yeah, the internet fucking hates us. They hate it on purpose. And it's like, I can see why people would slag off the CGI, but at this point, I think I'm kind of over films having bad CGI. Yeah. Like, Fast 10, 
there's dodgy bits of CGI in it, but I'm, I don't think in my notes anywhere do I criticise the CGI in Fast 10. I must admit, watching it on a smaller telly, this film looks near perfect compared to when you watch it on the big screen. It's like, oh, that's a bit dodge. Slash, <laughs> kind of, I feel like they struggled with some of the CGI and then just but kind also, of... It looked, it looked deliberate. It's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. It's and I also, bit... I liked the bit where he's actually obviously doing the running bit in the museum. Yeah. Like, actually shows you do, like, fucking hell, it broke me. I was like, that was oh my God, crack. actually does one like that. I think I was laughing. Like, I, I was one of the film scenes where I was laughing out loud and nobody else in the screen was yeah. laughing. And I was like, I don't care. It's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I highly recommend The Flash and the CGI didn't bother me that much. And Ezra Miller is crazy. He won't make any more films, however, it doesn't mean he won't, unfortunately. Chris, any highlights from you the last week? Uh, yeah, well, I did it. I blasted through 10 Fast and Furious films in preparation for Fast X. What a ledge. Cool. Could we save your reviews for when we get on to the, the, the actual pre-podcast? The pre I wasn't going to spoil where hmm. Fast X came in. But like, let's let's save all Fast and Furious chat for just before we get into it. So is there anything that wasn't Fast and Furious you went into in no. the last... Not right. say fucking hell, he's been enough, right? <laughs> Stick a pin in, in Chris's Fast and Furious universe for a while. But you have watched nine films? Ten. Uh, I uh, watched Hobson Show as well. That's so ten. that would... Two, oh, no, three, eleven. sorry, I watched nine. And then watched the Fast nine. and Furious again. Hobson right. Show. Well, you watched the first one again? No, we watched it a couple of weeks ago. I'm not saying I didn't watch that, so I didn't. Oh, right. Right. So, so 10, including Fast Game you watched. So anyway, right, we'll go on to that just before we get into the uh, this week's podcast, which is indeed Fast 10. So we better go on to point number one, which is Fast 10, like I say, 2023, just brand new out like a month ago, action-adventure crime mystery thriller. It's Fast 10, cars, explosions, fighting, action... Somewhere, what was it? IMDb put it in the martial arts category or something like that as well. Right, <laughs> and stuff. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. Written by Justin Lin, famous for writing Better Luck Tomorrow and directing, and for being the director of Fast and Furious three, four, five, six, nine, and then he wrote Fast Ten. He left his role of director on Fast Ten due to creative differences with Vin Diesel. That seems to go around quite a lot, having creative That's differences. So Justin Lin directed basically three, four, five, six, nine, and would have been ten. So he's a big important person in terms of the Fasts and the Furiouses. Co-writer Dan Mazio wrote Wrath of the Titans, Fast Ten, and is the writer of a film called Damsel, which is coming out later this year, which looks quite interesting, sort of action adventure thing about like a kind of damsel in distress it's hard to explain it's an intriguing looking film but damsel keep an eye out for that and our third writer Zach Dean writer of Deadfall 24 Hours to Live The Tomorrow War the Chris Pratt movie off of uh, Amazon that I always say I liked whenever it comes up and then Fast 10 they are our writers in the end it was directed by Louis Leterrier which I was like, that's a strange sounding name. We have done a film of his before on the podcast. I don't know if Chris picked up on that. But he is the director of Transporter 1 and 2, The Incredible Hulk, Clash of the Titans, not Wrath of the Titans, but Clash of the Titans, Now You See Me, Grimsby, and Fast 10. <laughs> oh, you did Grimsby, did Amazing. So I thought that was quite an intriguing thing. I could see how, yes, how he could be the same director, but it seems, when you think about it, this has been quite far apart. But no, there was a lot of action in Grimsby. <laughs> the, fil- the film stars as Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel. I won't go in depth on him. As Letty, Michelle Rodriguez. I won't go too in depth on him. Third on the cast listing as just Shaw, Jason Statham. Done him, don't need to go too much. Him. I'm and not fourth, sure why he's top build. I've no idea. And fourth, 
As Mia, Jordana Brewster, who we also did in Fast. So the main three from the Fast and the Furious are back, plus Jason Statham, who we've covered before. They are the main four stars. There's a million people in this film. I'm not going to go too further into any others. You know who all of them are. On a budget, $340 million. The most expensive Fast and Furious movie, I say, of all time. But they've been going for 20, uh, 20 oh, years. Don't worry. They're going to blow out of the park in part two. They will keep going. <laughs> It opened in the US, 67 million its first weekend. Final US gross to date, I guess, because it is still in cinemas, 143 million. Ooh. Worldwide gross to date, 679 million. So it's already Margin. doubled money. And it's still in cinemas, and there, there will be more. Obviously. And there's going to be about a million more listeners as well. I think it's after they listen to this podcast. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Released just over a month ago, the 19th of May 2023. So it's absolutely brand new. It's too early for any awards whatsoever. So there's not any point wasting any time going through the awards ceremonies. It is not... Uh, it could win a plenty, though. Early, early awards. Well, you have to be the first award ceremony to give it an award. That's a fair <laughs> point, huh? <laughs> so, he has teased it, and I have got backup information to back him up. Chris, can you present us with what has happened between the end of The Fast and the Furious and the beginning of Fast 10? We, we 10 did that a couple movies. of podcasts ago. 10 movies. going to be cause chaos because, right, so obviously at the end of the first one, Dom goes away somewhere and I didn't realise there was a little teaser at the end of that one. Yeah. No, I did. No, it was happened. And then the second one, he's not in at all. It's all about Paul Walker and we get introduced to Therese Gibbs yep. and, and Tej, yeah, yeah. Ludacris. Ludacris, yeah. I'm going to say now that is the worst Fast and the Furious film in my list. I like the boat jump. That was a good, that was, that's that's the only good well. thing in it. Too Fast, Too Furious is the worst one. Like then it. we go on to the second worst one. Well, I've got more information on the second one. Because you haven't told us what happened. I want to know what's happening. You can't just oh, say these know, the... like... Well, that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> that's the race. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking for what's happening here. So, in that one, Brian is now in Miami working undercover. On the street racing scene, of course, because obviously it was all about street racing and all that sort of stuff. He teams up with Tyrese, that is Roman, who is back in Fast 10, so Roman, to take down a drug lord named Carter Veron, played oh, by yeah. Paul Hauser in that one. Yeah. They are joined by, ludicrous like you say, Mia's in it as well, Dom's sister. And the team eventually takes not. According to the internet, according to my AI helper here. She is uh, in the second one. Mia's in the second that's one. How, that's how Paul Walker and her start banging. No, he bangs Eva Mendes. Does he? My goodness. I mean, I don't know. I'm just going by what's AI. Know, it's too long ago. Um, anyway, eventually they take down Verone, but Brian is forced to go on the run after he is framed for the murder of Verone. Is that correct, Chris? At the end of the Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, he becomes a baddie, technically. <laughs> Not really, because he's working with the FBI. Fair yeah, enough. The FBI are baddies. Right. Your, uh, your AI is all over the bit because <laughs> on my let's list. Let's use Chris's AI. Apparently, it's on. It's my fourth, no, one, two, fifth best Fast and Furious movie on my list. Oh, that is See, now I think I don't actually know what I've scored Tokyo Drift on my little list I've got here. So Tokyo Drift might not. Be I was scored. I was. I was watching about. No, this is shit. This is on my list. Come on, oh, we need to turn through this. Right, uh, anyway, next one's Tokyo Drift. No, it. You're wrong already. Lost Bandoleros, a 2009 short film, is yep. next. So Dom is now living in the Dominican Republic after he's released from prison. He's forced to steal fuel in order to survive, but he teams up with the US government to take down a drug cartel. In his crew, we've got Letty again. Vince is back from the first one, which I didn't realise he was in that one. And Han, apparently, his first appearance of Han. Uh, The team successfully take down the cartel and Dom was successfully able to return to the US. There you go, that's the end of that. Press next. What's next? 
Well, I've got annoyed with the films. I'm getting also. Anyway, the Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's set in obviously Japan, where it's got nobody from the past films, although Hans introduced, yeah. and because he was so popular, is why he came. He dies in Tokyo Drift spoils, which is because he was so popular. He came back and they they added other people in to make it look like a murder and stuff. I believe it was it timeline wise. Tokyo Drift actually comes after number six or something. Like oh that. yeah, it's like near the end of the list. Yeah, and um, uh, what happens? I just Vin Diesel makes his next appearance after the first film, and a little bit cameo. Yeah, 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 that one, cameos. yeah. Cool. And then. Well, That's when he got the franchise because they basically said, "What do you want?" He's like the franchise, yeah. <laughs> and that's when it really starts, isn't it? Really, this that's... is where like it's like a well, not four films. Yeah, but really, that's the, it becomes like yeah. it's in the fourth one. It's like sure, it's I actually quite like the fourth one. The fourth because... one's the one that's all in Mexico and going under tunnels. It's high speed into. So that's what I remember more than anything. Right, I've got because... it as my seventh best is what I've got it as. Yeah, that's my second aye, because. Letty dies in that one. Yep, did. And then we obviously Dom's with Paul again in the fallout because he let he sent Letty to her death, blah blah blah. And then he kills somebody else. And then in five is when Vince. We comes meet Gal Gadot back. in that one first. That's the first time we meet her. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that. that one for the first time. And she becomes good. Fast five. The best one is next. Fast five. Yeah. Some safe bullying, some rock. Here we go. Oh ah, yeah, that's where the Fast X has started off is from Fast Five. Yep. And then what's Fast Six? I can't remember. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. So Fast Five, take down Rio de Janeiro Police Department and a drug lord named Hernan Reyes, who is important for this one, joined by Hobbs for the first time. That's the rock appears. And Elena, who ends up being the mother to Dom's child, who looks nothing like her or like Dom either. They successfully take down Reyes, and they're able to start a new life together following Fast Five, apparently, and Brian and Dom according yep. to the CI. Right, what's next, Chris? Fast Five, is that the one where he gets arrested? No, that's Fast Four, and Fast Five, they break him out. And yeah, they break him out. Yeah. Run. Yeah. And Fast good. Six, what the hell's that? And that's when we get Owen Shaw, is it? Uh, oh, Luke, Luke Evans. Yeah, that's what? Owen Shaw. Yep, Luke, oh. Owen Shaw appears in that one. This he is, is causing absolute chaos looking yep, for... In London. This is the worst one, maybe not for Tokyo Drift, potentially, but this is the one that I, I thought... I quite like this one. This, this is, is one. in my middle. This is the worst one for me. Um, this is the one with the 21-mile runway in it, or whatever it is. Oh, right, yeah, this is where um, <laughs> Gal Gadot dies. Yes. Mm-hmm. With another um, nonsense. And then, like, I don't know, hundreds of people seem to die and then they come back again. And I can't quite remember what's next. Seven is when we get... Well, six to get Jason Statham for the first time at the end of six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? he kills Han. Yeah. And they were a clear Letty's name, apparently, in that one there. Which yeah. Apparently, her name was a problem and all that. So that's it. Furious that's Seven. Like that's it. I've got that in my top that's three. That's all about... Um, is that Ronda Rousey, Abu Dhabi? Uh, the yes. morning... Dom and Brian are mourning the death of Han after being killed in Tokyo Drift. They're forced to team up with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. To take down Deckard Shaw, apparently. And that yeah. one, they successfully take him down. Up with Hobbs and Shaw to take down Shaw. And they avenge Han's death uh, when they get the better of him. But yes, I think that's the Abu That's when jump. Jason Statham is the best bad guy ever. Yes. Mm. He is an absolute. Best. Yeah, that's. I think that's my top three with the first one and the fifth one. Yeah, that's top of three. My best one, I think, is Fast Fate of the Eight is when Dom goes rogue because 
it turns out he has got he's got a son with yep. um, Elena. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Shaw comes back to be a good guy. He's helped yeah, save the baby. Yeah. And quite an unreal sequence on the plane. Seeing yeah. the baby and stuff, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when we first meet Charlize Theron as Cypher. That's her first. Yes. And then to it being a and like cyber terrorist. Which, also, a great replacement for um, Jason Statham being a bad guy. Mm. So she she nails being a bad guy pretty good. That's my fourth best. That's the one I've got just behind. The, other, the top three of the top three. I think eight is next after it, I think. Um, what have we got next? Fast 9 was probably one of the worst ones, I think. It's that low was, on my list. I didn't I'll, hate it. I watched this very recently, for the first time, just before start, not just before yep. starting the podcast, but very close to watching Fast 10, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was quite basic. There wasn't anything too mental in it. So I have, space? It's probably the middle. <laughs> Why? Oh, sorry, take, take it back. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a car in space. All of that. <laughs> it's quite some normal. gaffer tape. Yeah. Moment, just going, you have in space. Yeah. I thought that was the crazy. But actually, I thought I was going to hate the whole of them having to go to space thing, but it, it was just it's funny. Done, it's, done, it's done believably well, even though it's these just the two random guys from one of the old Fast and Furious. They're like, yeah, we can yeah. have a rocket ship, no problem. Yeah. Let's do it. A car, that's what they said. Yeah. I don't like yeah. everybody seems to come back. Yeah. Like, for a little bit. Oh my God, fly, piss off. I've got one too. It's fucking carriage down here. But yeah, that's, um, that's in the middle for me. That's sixth, I think. Oh, that's near that's the bottom for me. One viewing that one. Uh, then yeah. there's Hobbs and Shaw, but it doesn't really play any. Ah, it does. That introduces the one and only. How do you get a stale franchise to some better? You've already brought in Jason Statham. Let's bring in Ryan fucking Reynolds. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is in it. I yeah. kept thinking that the Shaw sister was going to come back in, in Fast 10. Yeah, I think she might. She was no, but she didn't. <laughs> but Not yeah, in the next one. There's, time, there's time yet. I can't wait for her to rock up. Her, like, oh, she'll come in. She'll come in. And then I guess she was filming Mission Impossible and couldn't be in it. And Fast Nine is the re- return of Han, isn't it? Yes. 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 Like that. That's Fast Nine. Where he just, I, 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 as they all do, they just randomly walk into a scene. It's like, oh yeah, I, I wasn't dead all this time. <laughs> oh yeah, and I've got a family member. And all this time we spent flying around the globe, I've never mentioned to anybody he wasn't a family member. It was just a little girl who also yeah. wasn't in the tenth one. I've just realised this little girl who he was like the guardian of in F9. Just didn't appear. Oh yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. She's like a member of the team. It's like, oh yeah, she's going to be a, a nah. Yeah. Well, looking at her in Fast 10. Although, saying that, there were 47,000 people in Fast 10, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Fast 10, though, have we caught up, Chris? Is that your... Ah, uh, pretty much, yeah. I don't know where I put Hobbs and Shaw, because it's not on this list I've got on this app here. I like but... it. Ah, it's quite low on my list. I like it, but it's got nothing to do with Fast and Furious. Yeah. It's... I quite like there's Idris Elba in it as well. But anyway, probably in the middle for me, too. Fast 10, we're on to. Do you want me... Yeah, I've got John Cena on this thing as well, is not it? Oh, yeah, John Cena up here. Yeah. He's the villain. I mean, that's talking yeah, about this yeah. is what advice me. People who are bad come back as good. Which, yep. which we'll get on to. That, that, yeah. that guy explains it perfectly in this film. Yeah, the, exactly. The, bar- yeah. the barbecue principle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, synopsis for Fast 10, since we are now there. I'll do this and see if Chris's blushes. Presented by thefastsaga.com. Yes, it's actually yes. from the official website. Uh, and there's a lot of information here, which is what we're going to need, I think. The end of the road begins. Fast 10, the 10th film in the Fast and Furious saga, not certainly true, launches... 
the final chapters of one of cinema's most storied and popular global franchises, now in its third decade and still going strong with the same core cast and characters as when it began. That's a very long sentence. Over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, outnerved and outdriven every foe in their path. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced, a terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past, who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. In 2011's Fast Five, Dom and his crew took out nefarious Brazilian drug kingpin Hernan Reyes and decapitated his empire on a bridge in Rio de Janeiro. What they didn't know was that Reyes' son Dante, played by Jason Momoa in Fast 10, witnessed it all and has spent the last 12 years masterminding a plan to make Dom pay the ultimate price. Dante's plot will scatter Dom's family from Los Angeles to the catacombs of Rome, from Brazil to London, and from Portugal to Antarctica. New allies will be forged and old enemies will resurface. But everything changes when Dom discovers that his own eight-year-old son, played by Leo Abello Perry, is the ultimate target of Dante's vengeance. Directed by Louis Leterrier, Fast 10 stars returning cast members Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Natalie Emmanuel, Jordana Brewster, Sung Kang, Jason Statham, John Cena, and Scott Eastwood. With Oscar winner Helen Mirren and Oscar winner Charlize Theron, the film also features an extraordinary new cast, including Oscar winner Brie Larson as Tess, a roguish representative from the agency. Alan Richardson as Ames, that's the first time I've seen his name, the new head of the agency, who doesn't hold the same fondness for Dom's crew as his predecessor, Mr. Nobody. Daniela Melchior as a Brazilian street racer with a powerful tie to Dom's past. And legendary Oscar winner Rita Moreno as Dom and Mia's Abuelita Toretto? Granny Toretto, basically. There you go, that's everybody who's in this film. It's about a lot of people in this film. And I've noticed that there are four Oscar winners in it, all women, which is kind of weird. says a lot about the male cast that they have in the film. Muscles. (laughs) Who picked Fast X? Well, it was Fate. It was the wheel that decided. It was fate. The fate of the furious. Fate of the furious. Fast 10. Had we seen it before? I hadn't. I did. And Andy had been to the movie since he did. Uh, Which channel would we find it on? I guess like Sky Box Office or something at this point. That's probably where we'd find it. Or Amazon Prime or Apple. And there is only one version. So there's no point discussing a lot of different versions that there could and would be. I'm sure there'll be some sort of extended cut at some point. There needs to be a, a set of versions which I'll talk about later on. Cool. I'm assuming it's coming in low points. High points is where we go with point number two. The best bits and things. I'm going to start off because mine is the beginning. A reasonable and plausible integration of Jason Momoa into the events of Fast Five. Yeah, 100% agree. Take away anything from Fast Five. He could have been just that guy in that car doing that thing. And that was fine. And it didn't ruin anything. It didn't, didn't change anything. And I thought that was fine and acceptable. And it's... Having just seen Fast Five like two days before, I was kind of like, do I really need six minutes of this film again? Because I've seen all of this. Yes, you do. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It wasn't so bad. But it was a wee this, bit this too This is where I always have problems. Like, like I said last week in the Transformers podcast, they try and do a prequel and it's like, the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Whereas I like films that do this. It's like you're using the old films and adding a bit into it to make your story for a feature film. So it's like a futuristic prequel. He was there. He was a character that wasn't quite... It's kind of like, I'm always talking about, Andy always mentions how the Fast Furious, they're superheroes, basically. <laughs> Momo wasn't at full power yet. He had been yeah. bitten by the back of the spine. 
I don't know, homosexual radioactive spider that turned him into a really gay man for half of the film for some reason, <laughs> the campest man in action movies. But yeah, but it's, oh, this was his like career starting point. It's an origin story of how Momoa became uh, Dante. Yep. But yes, a high point, Fast Five, it's the best one. Thanks for showing me a bit more. And yes, I'll accept that Reyes' son was there. All good. Andy, why don't you carry on with high points? Uh, so I went into this really not knowing what was happening. And after you've seen space travel, you're like, fuck, what are they going to do next? And I heard rumours that there's going to be time travel. And then when you see a DeLorean turn up, you're like, fuck, they're <laughs> going to do that shit. And I was like, that's a futuristic DeLorean. It's like, oh, we're screwed here. But then it was just a really good scene with um, Charlene Theron, which is like, she's a big, big, you know, she's a big bad bitch. And then she just knocks on Dom's door. He's got his anger, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. But her flashback of what actually happened, mm-hmm. brilliant. The introduction oh. to the man behind Chris is <laughs> probably my favourite bad guy introduction in any film. It's just like, point. how did he just make this team? And it's like, and he just starts naming people's kids and dads. And it's just like, this is fucking brilliant how he's done this. The uh, I've got it titled as Amomoa Walks Into Cypher's Office. Is my yes. next And it's like, yeah, it's brilliant. Him revealing, oh yeah, I've actually got every single one of your families. And, and then I'm he like, kills the one guy. And then he kills the one guy. Like, he didn't <laughs> have any. Yeah. 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 Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. That's how you I'm choose gonna, a guy. He's going to pop up more than once, but Jason Momoa is now my new favourite actor. Like, everything about this film, he absolutely fucking right. healed. Right from the start, just being menacing. Uh, spoiler alert. Jason Momoa, in real life, is exactly like that. Mm-hmm. He's not acting, so we might give him Best Acting Award later on or whatever. That is just him being him <laughs> with lines. He's basically yeah. saying what he wants to, like, you want him to say, but just doing whatever the fuck he wants in between. Yeah. And you can quite clearly see that. It's not a low point or a high point for me, Momoa, but he is a law unto himself. I think a... he might be in the wrong movie, <laughs> but like Andy says, it's, it's kind of, that's just what Momoa is. He just... Yeah. He is a unique individual, so it's it's because he's like it presents a different character. Like the the, the last few, he's a completely different bad guy because everybody's yeah. been like a big hulking guy. He is flamboyant. He's yeah. completely unhinged. Like there's oh, a lot yeah. of things he's like talking to himself and points, and he's like blaming <laughs> everybody else for doing stuff. He's well, like, that's a bad idea. There's two dead people taped up in his back garden. That's and a, that's a high well, point. That's not a high point right now. Didn't that weekend of comes, but it floored me. I just don't get it. It was just like, oh, he's just there talking to me. He's like, he's got tape on his eyes. Oh, they're all dead. It's just like, why? You see him painting some of his nails. Yeah. Like, Has he captured Dom? And he's just talking about his yeah. Dom. And you yeah. see with the bunches, the pink robe. Oh. And he's like, these are season's colours, blah, blah, blah. Just leave yeah. them. And he sits to this other guy. His head just falls down. He's just, pay attention. It's just, he just, he is needed at times in this film. And he just makes it. Like, you get a bit of slump and it's like, oh, there's Jason Moore. He's back. Do Jason Moore things. Just energy. It might not be good or bad, but there's energy he puts yeah, into it. It's a different feel, and it presents, it gives something. Which this film needs at times. It needs a wee bit different energy. So yeah, I'm not glad for it. Uh, Chris, any high points from you? Uh, yeah, Roman's uh, Rome heist is my next point. Yeah, I've got basically chasing the flaming bomb down the streets of Rome is my next high point. So yeah, I call this the Rocket League part of the film. The Rocket League. <laughs> there I, don't, I, I don't know if you remember my little mini review where I said there was just a bit of the film, which is pretty much, as soon as Charlie Cithron comes in, it's almost action for like 45 minutes. And it's like, this is a climax of any film ever made. Yeah. This is the start of a film. It's just like, this is an end bit scene here. Yeah. They do. 
that is the pattern. Was having what Chris has obviously watched more than I have. But the pattern is, film starts. There's usually some action-packed bit, and then you get like a the rest of the film and then it ends with the act like, pretty much every film you can go like oh well there's that bit at the beginning and that bit at the end and that's kind of kind of bookmark all the fast and furious films with these major set pieces and for this one it's the uh it's the, the rocket I, was, <laughs> I was i was expecting them to like stop it i thought is yeah. uh, james moore's gonna get foiled and he's gonna have to do something else to get them i was not expecting the size of the blast that came out of that bomb that was yeah. mental people also make fun of like there's there's nothing Dominic Toretto can't do, <laughs> but I think he's <laughs> the little save the his Bob's got his lady yeah. boom yeah. Yeah. his save if you want to call it in this is very is, is under like I believe it like it's plausible I could, like, it's funny how I think this film sets up on the others that Dominic Toretto's superpower. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's like unkillable. It's that he could do with his car, make it go really fast. Because <laughs> every moment that he, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, there is no way to save it from here. Like, I know what to do. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and then he, he saves the day in some fashion, is every single way. So, yeah, this one, him the jumping fuck? off, swinging yeah. the crane around, hitting that the. That was fucking hilarious. It's just like, don't worry, guys. I've got this. It's like, how did you work out the mechanics of that? It was not. There was a million and one shots. No, I think it's possible. I think no. I, I can see. Okay, I can see how that would work. And it's like well, he didn't well, say Kind of. It's just the chances of it. This man has got like clairvoyance. I don't know superpowers. He can read the lines. That, he knows uh, physics. Yeah, physics is to be a superpower. <laughs> What's the wind? The wind. Yeah, he's just got it down. He's like, just nos button. Boom! Crane goes flying. Oh, it's hits it perfectly. But yeah, Rome is definitely a high point, despite the fact that everybody in the universe except from Roman could see that there was a, 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 a setup one way or another. I've got like a job! Many the first time. Well. <laughs> right. yeah, to me again, so I'll, I'll stop in my next high point because it kind of started. These guys, John yeah. Cena and Lil B. The, the the annoying kid in the film wasn't annoying. I quite like that aspect. He was fine, little B. I didn't mind the, the boy being in it. There was a plausible reason for me getting the film, although I did realise about three quarters of the way through that the baddies came and captured Dom's family, i.e. his son and his sister. Yep. The son gets away. They spend the rest of the film chasing the son to save him. But, like, they've already got the sister. Like, they're not going to try and save Mia at any point. Like, she gets captured. No, she got away. No, she got away. Yeah. She got away in the, I'm a thing yeah. one of their trucks. So yeah, I'm Brian, 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 Brian Gore. Brian Gore. So I, I, I was, that's, yeah, that's, I got, that's, that's the other superpower you have to remember. Whoever's with Brian is untouchable and untraceable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> e as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Brian, Brian is the ultimate spy in this film that goes unhinged. You just yeah. don't know where he's going to be. But yeah, uh, fine. John Cena not playing Jacob Toretto in this film, just being John Cena. Yes. Like, John Cena, what, funny man. He One day I was Fast Nine, where here's heel John Cena being a bad guy <laughs> and being wooed by the power of Dominic Toretto at the end of the film. So just being a funny John Cena guy who's like a single man living in his old car he, with his. Well, I don't, he didn't no, really forget the family, the family issues, didn't he? Just a barbecue, yeah. I'm telling you, barbecues. Yeah. But I love his ultimate AA he gave to the guy in the yeah. frame, just like straight through the floor. <laughs> that whole scene, that, that was a high point for me. It was just like you just see him randomly shooting the walls, like. You're fucking missing your belly. Oh, what are you doing? That was a bit to go on the low point. So like, he's some fucking super spy. He just 
Ate it wall, and then <laughs> and then suddenly the next scene, he's using it as fucking shooting holes. It's like, ah, oh, he's got it down. He knows what he's doing. But yeah, the, the, I did not mind at all the the kind of comic relief storyline of the uncle. Like, I liked everything they did. Is like just even like when he gets the shit car, but then it's got that fucking the the kayak on the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, Using the plane. He's, yeah, he's got his plane. He drops down. Just every part of it, it just works. Mm-hmm. So very good. Uh, high points, Andy. Uh, my next thing, I think, is probably when we actually get back to Fast and Furious Grassroots, which is a scene behind Chris when ah, the, the face off. It would be a Fast and Furious like some slow motion tits and ass shots <laughs> at at least one race. <laughs> Every single film, and it's always Brazil or Dominican Republic, so slow motion ass shots. Yeah, because it's, it's been a long time so. since we've actually had a proper kind of like that. Like the last couple have just not had a proper street race. The um, um, I did I personally it didn't sit with me perfectly because I didn't have like the weird drug induced kind of like like everything uh, yeah, space, which I liked from the first film. I was waiting for that to happen, but it didn't quite happen. It's just That's, the scene behind like Tim. He's got yeah. no guns and he's stroking other people's guns. He's like, yeah, look at my precious. He's and he's just like standing as well, just going, ah, here's an idea. Why just start shooting? Let's see what happens. He's just yeah, built like what in chaos. He just wants to, and then. He goes, ah, fuck it, we'll just race. And then he's just sitting in the car going, I know what you're asking. Yeah. I think, yes, the curtains do match the drapes. <laughs> he's like, I love you, doll. And it's like, oh. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just perfectly an unhinged bad guy. Yeah. Which he, like, I like. Because you don't actually know what he wants. Mm. It's like, does he want to kill Dom? Does he want to just get the kid? Does he just... You could do anything at any time. Yeah, yeah, it's chaos. The, but no, uh, I did like that scene. Yeah, uh, it, was, school. it was a good fun drag race. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure... In that race, I don't have it in low points, but someone can maybe shut me down if they do. How did Dom know that he'd put bombs on the other two? Like this whole thing is happening. It's a because Dom has superpowers and can see the future. Yeah. But it's... he Sorry, thought Chris. something was going to happen because Dom said, "How you can't save them all?" Yeah. And he's like, "Wait, what do you mean you can't save them all?" Yeah. And then he went ahead. He's like, "Bang!" He's like, "Oh shit!" That means there's something up. Yeah. Can't. Well, no, he had to decide that prior to the bang. That was the whole point. Yeah, was like, you have to pick decide, your, yeah. your pal who you had two scenes with in Fast Five or this new girl who you know who it is, but the people watching the film don't know who that is yet. You have to pick yeah. one of them. And then he went, I picked this one and hit her with his car, <laughs> which is weird. But this one, like, okay, I'm blowing up your buddy. Perfectly and hitting the thing and getting the bomb off. It's like, oh, yeah. this man, physics. He knows but, physics. Uh, but yeah, it, it, was, it was good having a drag race back in it this way. Chris, high points? Uh, it's a random one. The the tie fighter, was going through the bridge. Yeah. Why not? Came out of nowhere. Was <laughs> it Because they were talked. They talked in Fast Nine a lot about Star Wars. Because yeah. I was trying to think, oh, is that a callback to something? But it was the previous one. It was Charlie Theron and the the, the guy the, the guy uh, who was calling Yoda and stuff. In the yeah. previous one, they had the Star Wars discussion. So there's always like a little bit, little bit of Star Wars apparently in these things. Are we on to the final chase yet? Because that's my my that's last. That's pretty fun. much it. Yeah, I've got one more just before it is uh, Jason Momoa again. Yeah, when he stands on that tower and he starts sliding down to chase after people, he does a little ballet jump like that. <laughs> <laughs> it cracked me up. It just came out of nowhere. I'll exciting. definitely be adding more high points than your low points. Don't worry. Yeah, so. you're arguing, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> So I've got Final Chase, Cannon Car, and yep. Helicopters is yep. what I've got. Uh, the Final Chase down there. Every, I, feel, I feel like they've settled, settled into a pattern of maybe every second Fast and Furious movie ends on like a double, like a dual carriageway. And it's like, 
what's going to happen on this like 10 mile stretch of dual carriageway and this one was we're going to get a helicopter and shoot your car and lift it off the ground because you take the car away from him they've learned take yeah. the car away from him you can't do all that Genius. stuff but yeah, once again, NOS prevails over helicopters. Yeah, exactly. He's like, my superpower, though. <laughs> I think I've said it before, but my favourite cinematic moment wasn't like a film. It was about a film, but it was uh, this uh, best way to put this stereotypical, not American black woman, mm-hmm. very much British, but she acted like an American black woman. And I think it was like Fast Seven or something like that when Dom is Dom's first big jump to catch Letty. Right, yeah. Oh, um, that's and he flies, so I know what you mean. Yeah, and he flies. And then this woman just stood up in the cinema going, that's true love! That is true love! And she just hit and her boyfriend or husband just there. That's what you do! That is love! And I was just like, this Why is... Why can't this you is... fly and save me? Yeah, this, this is what I wanted from a cinema experience, and the this woman gave me it. it was crazy experience you've ever had in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was just that moment when his son jumps as well. It's like, I was a callback. I just had visions of this woman in the cinema shouting again, going, that's it, that's my boy. That's true love. <laughs> that's my son. That's yeah. my son. Uh, but yes, I really liked the Canon car. That came out of nowhere to be a really enjoyable <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm not really sure why the idiot boy actually went into the back to fix it when it wasn't needed at that point. But I'll, I'll give him that. He, he was silly. That bit. But yeah, the helicopter bit, I really enjoyed that. Him bringing the helicopters down. The whole chase is really good. Sad to see John Cena sacrifice himself. Yeah. At that oh, point. he'll be back. Fucking hell. He'll be I like back. that. <laughs> He's definitely coming back. Definitively. His car didn't explode. I noticed that. Like, specifically, he kind of landed and then there was a bunch of explosions. So he could be back. He's frozen. Uh, and then that kind of goes on to the next wee bit, which is I, I personally did not see the agency heel turn coming. The, oh, the that- guy. I generally didn't like. I like that guy. I mean, ever since I watched uh, Blue Mountain State, I love that show. Oh, was he in that? Was he? Yeah, he's like the main guy in Blue Mountain State. Thad. He's Jack Reacher now, apartment. Yeah, and he's like, like he's Thad. He's the idiot jock in Blue Mountain State. Yeah, uh, literally has his little pocket pussy thing. Is the ongoing <laughs> joke in that series. To see him just bulk up, be Jack Reacher, and then just be this menacing FBI agent, I was like, yeah, they, these guys are good. It's like you know, you've just had what do you call him, Kurt Russell. He's part of your agency. This guy cannot possibly turn. What a twist but, it was. But it also goes down the route of, uh, I'm the real agency. These guys have do it wrong. I'm going to do it yeah. properly. I'll catch Dom. I'm doing it properly. I'm going to catch these bad guys. I'm going to do it properly. And then finally get the one scene. He, he has the Hobbs scene where it's like, oh, these baddies are badder than the baddie I'm trying to catch. Yep. Dom, I'm going to team up with you. And I'm like, ah, finally, he's hobbs him. And then for him to actually, no, ha, ha, I've actually yeah. been with him Momoa the whole time. And it's like, ah, very good. I did yeah, not. I'm going to give you my first low point because. Should we move on to low points have... then? Well, I'm ready. Right. All right, you're moving on. Right, what's three low points? The Ames twist. Don't put a fucking unit of a man in a bright blue suit at the start. Because I, I, I was drawn to his blue suit and I was like, all right, and there's a blonde guy. And he's a fucking unit. Did <laughs> well, you see him right. in the suit at the beginning? At the start, uh, yeah, I went to this blue it. suit and then I, was, I forgot about it. And then when I see it, I was like, I expect, but it helps Dom so much. It kind of just confused me. That's you why had that's, chance that's, to kill that's, him. That's the Jason Momoa madness. But it's not helping Dom get, get to all the pieces in place and then get to the bridge and then get to where the trap's going to be. He threw him a gun. What if he shot Jason Momoa? He's like, oh, this Fair is big time. <laughs> I fair enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you stuck in the back of a van of them. You could just went, boom, that's it. No more Dom Toretto. Well, the whole thing is, uh, well, look at uh, look at Dante. He wants to make a scene. He wants to make a, a showing of getting revenge. Like, it's yeah. not a... 
he he's in the old Bond villain style. Like, if I just wanted to kill James Bond, I could kill him. But it's not about that. It's about how I do it, and it's the lesson that he learns. The last thing he sees before he dies, and all that. Yes. But then Dorothy blew up the van with him inside it. Aye. I could have blew up Dom and him. <laughs> ah, but I knew he was doing. I don't know. I, it's 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 probably going into low points here. It's not a good time to say this, but you probably shouldn't dwell on it too long, Chris. Yeah. So. <laughs> it starts to unravel. <laughs> So low points. <laughs> Obviously, I know why. Obviously, but why wasn't Brian at the Familia barbecue at the beginning? Because uh, right. Theo was there. But I know why. Obviously, he's yeah. dead. But he's not dead. And this... it's this, it's this hole they've got themselves into, which is nice. They don't have to kill off him because the yeah. act. They don't have to kill him off. But don't set up like just don't have Mia there. Like if she wasn't there, I would be thinking, "Where's Brian?" Thinking, "Ah, here's the team together, Brian and Mia." Because he's dead, they're doing their own thing. But the fact that Mia's kind of in this film, and always it is the next biggest, it's the biggest, it's the biggest, it's the biggest. It's like does Brian just not care anymore? <laughs> it's like as a he character was mentioned as well. He yeah. said, "Oh, yeah. there's a spacer. He's on his way." He's actually in the film. Yeah. Like, it's pissed me off. They should have just killed Brian when they had the chance and no, made that person. I reckon they're, they're going to do something spectacular in the next, next They're going to wait for AI to get so good that you can It's going to be fun. It's going to be mind-blowing. You're just going to be looking like Paul Walker and be like, fuck me, this is amazing. He, See if Dorothy end- kills him or Cypher had killed him. They would be the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. No, and because that's the problem. You can't have a bad guy. Part. Every bad guy. I'm still half expecting part two. Jason Momoa is going to have one of them famous barbecues. He's going to be part of the team. Cypher is already like going into the next one. She's yeah. part of the team now. Yeah. It's like she was she's not even had the barbecue yet. Like films. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But no, that is... that, Paul Walker can survive. Like, I'm happy with Brian surviving. That is fine. It's it's nice to see that happening. But he needs to just not be involved. And poor yeah. Donna Brewster's career is going to get ruined by it. But just let them go off and yeah. not be in it anymore and stop bringing them back. I reckon there's, there's going to be a payoff. Don't you worry. He's, he's saving the day. And the final scene of the final film, Paul Walker... He, he's jumping out. He's he's doing the Vin Diesel. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going, yes! <laughs> See if, like, they had filmed this years ago. It's like, uh, just in case, you never know. Yeah. He's, he's actually his bro- there. His brother can... He, he put a face on what? His brother can do I'm it. I'm sure I've read somewhere that his brothers don't want to do it. No, his brother apparently has done scenes on this film, but they never used any of them. So which makes okay. me believe it's coming. They'll, they'll throw enough money at him. Yeah. Uh, next low point. Dom and Han in the garage at the barbecue is some of the worst acting in the whole series. And Vin Diesel, I'm sorry, he's not very good. No, <laughs> right. That is, I'll, I'll take that as a low point because like, he came out after this film going, oh, Jason Momoa stole my thunder. It's like, yes, because you were pretty shit. <laughs> like, you produced this film. You brought everybody back. You brought the rock back. All because they're all like ludicrous. Everybody else, all it acts pretty perfectly. Even uh, what do you call him, Pete Davidson, who we completely glossed over, which oh, I quite liked as a scene. He was alright, but even he stole scenes. And mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, every scene he was in, is just so wooden and just says the word family. Just, I don't give a fuck about your family, but it's like that. Like he just doesn't do anything. Yeah. He, like his one scene every film where he gets a wee bit sad, he has to have a heart to heart about something with somebody. But yeah, it's just. He's Even just he's so anonymous. Abuela just looks so awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just awful. And then Han, like obviously his first language is not English, but I don't know how he was ever the star of his own movie because he was horrendous. And every line he says in this as well is is awful. But that one I think scene, his plastic surgery's kicked in. Maybe, maybe his hair. He needs to control his hair. He needs to grow yeah. shorter and longer as he goes through every scene. But yeah, oh, yeah. high I mean, point. Jason Statham. Just right, carry on. 
That's a high point. Okay, well, we'll go on him in a minute. Uh, I, I start to lose my head a wee bit in my notes here. Every line that is spoken makes me roll my eyes in this film. But it's like everything is the obvious thing to say. Every gag, every action movie kind of line. I'm just like, ugh. And then I think Roman is the least funny comic relief in any film ever. And that's my stance. I, know, I quite like this receipt thing. Yeah. I love but, then, but then he said it three times, and I'm like, ah! That's what Roman once. does. It's like, oh, Roman's God. meant to be the annoying comic relief, and he annoys you, so it works. He's, he's never funny. <laughs> I am leaning towards if there's going to be a new. I'm thinking a new award next season. The least funny, funny person in the film, and I might call it the Roman whatever his surname is. <laughs> Roman award for least funny comic relief in a film. It's, oh, it's just it's never funny, and it's always drive home the joke and stab it in your face five times. Ha 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 ha! It's like no, it's not funny every single time. I'll, right. I'll let, let you guys have some low points. I was going to say a quick mention. Since Pete Davidson was in, I don't like him. I don't get the hype around him at all. I don't get him. What was with the random muffin that Han ate to make uh, him go all Low point, internet cafe scene. The two idiots having an idiot fight for no reason, plus yep. a drug trip for no yeah. reason, just for a... Ah, you yeah, you that uh, hallucination fast moving thing. Not like that. That's not because... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, look, he's on drugs. <laughs> look at this, the straight man being all on drugs. <laughs> for like 10 seconds, and then, oh, the movie just moves on. I have no idea. I have no idea why. Even trusting Pete Davidson's character in the first place. I would have trusted him. Yep, stupid no. thing to do and him in front of them to be like oh I've dobbed these all in whoops you're the most wanted criminals you in the world you? <laughs> it's like ah but you went not in front of them they're like oh you four people you're highly wanted criminals I've just accidentally or maybe on purpose given you all away for the money you're not going to kill me are you like it's, oh, you're already the most wanted people in the world sorry Chris I stepped on you no that was basically I don't understand what the whole drug thing was about and, uh, yeah they have a lot of fight like that and then yeah. being accomplished fighters against proper people like two minutes ago like it's just like they don't actually want to hurt each other so therefore what's the point you put in the film just having the two morons squabbling with each other like, oh. yeah. um, I th- uh, hot take I think the agency has ruined the Fa- Fast and Furious franchise if they just had here is The Rock who represents the government oh he's gone with Dom ah we'll now have Mr. Nobody he is this mysterious kind of Mr. X character who works for the government. And he comes to you with jobs. We need you to unofficially steal this for us. Or this has unofficially been stolen from us. Go get it back. That would have worked fine. As soon as they bring in the agency cipher with our cyber terrorism, we've got these super flying things. We've got these magical things that do that. That's when the, it's, the story has gone hellish. If it was just heists... Going and stealing things, driving fast cars, maybe having a race so often, it would be so much better. I think the whole agency aspect yeah. has ruined the Fast and Furious franchise. That's my hot take. That blue room where we get a little recap of everything we meet Brie Larson for the first time. Why is it so fucking big? And why is it such shit CGI? And Man. why is the camera constantly spinning around to the point where I'm feeling sick? <laughs> <laughs> You've mentioned her. We mentioned her in passing. I don't even have her in low points. Why is Brie Larson in this film? Why not? Because what what does her character do that like Mr. Nobody's daughter? No, but okay, that's who she is. But why? Because uh, because they need to get Letty and Cipher out, and they need somebody to work it well, out. To be fair, Letty could have just been hurt in the bike thing and just got 
the two most dangerous or how oh, these the, the hardest people in the film cypher and like they could have got out on their own like they could well, easily cypher have... definitely was she didn't even yeah. need brie larson to do anything exactly there's no need for brie larson in this film other than let's get brie larson in this film it's like when they put ronda rosie in the last film it's like oh yeah. we'll put her in the film and she can fight letty at one scene like brie larson's in it to be in it more she's going to be in the next one she's not dead or whatever uh, every scene she's in she's just an extra person that doesn't need to be there and it's like, oh, I don't know why. You, did, you did get that uh, heroic, heroic shot with him lifting them up and just seeing her arse. Just full focus on her arse for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, not even a low point, I've just realised that she has no reason to be in this film. I guess, mm. could they not get Kurt Russell anymore? Why is this person nobody? I don't know. Like, I saving him? Um, he must be doing something else, but I think he's like in hiding. Saving but yeah, him. He's like with Paul Walker. That's what he's doing. He's going to try to find Paul Walker. Two of them are doing that. Uh, my next low point goes as follows. Fighting, 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 fighting is my next point. There's about an hour of this film that's just fist fight, fist fight, fist fight, fist fight. At this point, I'm like, please can I have a car chase or something. This film is about cars. Less of the furious, more of the fast, please. <laughs> but honestly, because there's 40 people in the cast, we go from like three of them having a fight, to four of them having a fight, to two of them having a fight, to four of them having a fight, and I'm like, oh, I don't care! Someone's smacking somebody and I did! I want Vin Diesel punching the punch bag. That's brilliant. So, it just grinds you down. It's like, I don't care about <laughs> fighting anymore. Like, it doesn't mean if, if all fights end in a draw and nobody actually gets anything wrong with them, what's the point in having it? It's I will say it, the best fight exciting. was on the bridge. Uh, I forgot to mention my high points. is between Dom and Dante. Dante never throws a punch once. And then Dom just beats shit out of him. And then he just, you don't know your strength, just chucks a tooth at him and goes, you butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did lift a car one hand. He got legs. Oh, that's coming up later on. I think that's believable. I think he could have done that. Like, I, he I, does. I, He's got superhuman strength. I think leverage-wise, I think he still could have done it. I still feel like we've got a great idea for something he can do with a car. Not with one hand, sure. I can, it's Dom. It, it hit one guy, basically. It's all dead. Uh, I, do, I, do have an, I do have a low point. It's not nitpicking like you guys. Why did John Cena have the suicide attack? He could have quite clearly aimed his car towards there, blew it up because, like, he kind of jumped the car. He still had time to just go, bye, and jump out of the car. <laughs> he also had, the kid had reloaded re it, so everything was yeah. working again. And because he moved his cannons to to jump him, yeah. he just could have fired all the, the cannons. Yeah, at he the was, all he was losing was fuel. He still had a bit in, he could just fired it. Yeah. Cleared the way and went, bye Dom, I can't can't do it anymore. The or, suicide bit ruined it for me. It just could have stopped. Dom would have got away. Or at worst, the two of them would have been captured. And they would have got out of being captured. Like, yes. No reason. No reason for suicide. I mean, I'm going to miss that little happy face behind Bruce. He just brought in so much energy as well. Yeah, I know. Because it, of it, that reluctant to kill people, I'm expecting him to be back in the next film. Oh, yeah. You know, horribly he'll... disfigured or, yeah. I don't know, untouched. He can't be bad guy team. Now. He has to be a good guy team for, for life. But he'll, yeah. He'll... Okay. Uh, oh, let's get some petty amnesia. Next, oh, no. next little point. This is probably around about the fighting, fighting, fighting. What I was losing <laughs> the head. There are a million people in this film, and they're all just doing stuff. There's a period where not, the film does not move forward for about three quarters of an hour because they're all just doing bits. Just oh, I'm doing this. Ramsey, who I've not mentioned yet, I feel really bad for Natalie Emmanuel. I think her accent makes her sound more wooden than she is. But her major problem that Ramsey has is she literally just has to explain the plot. Any scene she's in, 
she just has to be like, I'm going to do this, and this will go to the uplink, and because we've got the uplink, we can do this, and then someone else will speak. Yeah, but because we can now take this <laughs> thing, and I've now got that thing, we can put these two things together, and we can stop this, and we can go do that. Have you got a way of getting us there? Oh yeah, I've got a car. Swooshy cut to having the car. Like, that's, <laughs> and it, that's the only forward momentum the film has for about an hour. It's just Ramsey and her plot download scenes, where she just explains what's happening. But it's just like, I, I got so bored in the middle, because it wasn't a fist fight. It was people just not doing anything. It's like, why is there so many characters? I was just, I lost my head in the middle here. So I, I only have one more low point, and it's right near I've the end. I've got ends. a random one. Walkie-talkies. Like, throughout the entire uh, franchise, they've used walkie-talkies to communicate on their jobs, which I've got no issue with. What I do have an issue with is some random guy who's got not part of their team whatsoever having the exact same walkie-talkies on the exact same frequency, and they're talking away to him. Saying, they're on private oh, channels. I'm going to get you. You pay for private channels on a walkie-talkie. Aye, but this random guy, bad guy, has got the same channels as them. They're just yeah. talking away. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, George, Jason Momoa. That's because he's smart and he can hack into it. It also... The walkies are, I lost the head when... It was quite near the end, actually. It was when Cena appeared in his car and just all of a sudden could walkie-talkie Dom. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, then they seem to be... Yeah, like, say, Momoa then cuts into their channel. And it's like, how? And also, it's like that... Plus, Letty in her bicycle helmet also has an, a constantly open channel that she can speak to them. And then people who are miles away can still communicate. It makes them, like, at least with the Avengers, I can believe, okay, S.H.I.E.L.D. has got this little earpiece thing that they can all stick in their ears. And some scenes they do that. And next, they just need to just pluck a radio out with it. Yeah. And all scenes, this, in the, 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 the drag race, Momoa is sitting like as far away, like one side of a car to another. Engines, crowds, he's just like, Dominic, I'm going to tell you this now. This is very important. There's, like, there's so much noise behind it. No, no they've intercoms in the car, haven't they? Oh, of go, course. Go they do. through the yeah. radio. This random stranger <laughs> that's pulled up. Yeah, yeah they've got like Bluetooth on their radio frequencies so they can all talk to each other. What channel are you on? Oh, <laughs> seven, seven. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how it rolls. Movie magic is the only way these people can actually have scenes together. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, any other low points? Prior to the the very end of the film, which is where I'm on. pretty much at the Hoover Dam jump. What the f is what I've got? Which is it's after the Hoover Dam. Sorry, he survived that. I believe that. The end of this film. The like when we get to the end, Dom has jumped off into the river. They should have just left it at that bit. His whole team has died. Yeah. Lettuce in the Antarctic. Gal Gadot's back from being dead, and then the film just stops. Yep. And I'm like, this is called Fast Ten. This is not called. Fast nine and a half. This is not called <laughs> Fast Ten Part One. At some point, yes, it may have been called Part One of something. Andy reviewed it, I'm sure, on the episode, on the podcast, and he said the film doesn't end. But for none of this to get settled in two and a half hours, <laughs> after every single other Fast and Something or other film has ended with a bit of plot to carry it on, but the story has ended. I was so annoyed when this film just stopped <laughs> after two I, and a half. Hours. I was only annoyed because. I feel like it should have just been like the bridge is about to blow up, shit, and then just cut there. But then to go straight into the Antarctic scene, I'm like, it feels like it's in the wrong order. The whole like, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But I, I was just annoyed at the fact that it built up to a finale and we don't actually know if everybody survived. And it's, it's oh, I was so angry at the end. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> Like, they're even, it wasn't even like they stopped Momoa. Oh, we've stopped his grand plan. He's not going to blow up the dam. Oh, thank God. But he's still in the wind. It's like, no, Dom's still at the bottom of the cliff. The plane crashed with half the cast in it. It's like, 
You can't just end the film. <laughs> just imagine it as soon as it finished, just flip the table over. No, this is not how this is supposed to be. I was so angry. Like, uh, there's uh, very few things this season of the ball. I'm so passionate about, about me sitting through two and a half hours of this for it just to stop. It wasn't like it ended, it just stopped. It's like, what? It's like, okay, even... TV. No. <laughs> Like they killed off John Cena, but that was like about twenty minutes before the end of the film. Even that wasn't the end of the film. It's carried on a bit, and it's like Fast X. Here's some moving pictures of the cast. Oh, so annoyed, so annoyed. The film just stopped. Uh, I, I don't think we'd be that little point. Right, that, point. Yes. Okay, next point on the podcast. That's not the easiest film to track stats on. Uh, I will say that much. Twelve shits. Although somewhere on the internet said there was like fifty odd, which is not true. Um, F bombs. Apparently, there's some that aren't in English, but like they're subtitled in foreign languages. Mm. But in uh, in English, uh, no F bombs whatsoever. Explosions. Seventy four explosions. Seventy four. Uh, they do a lot of the boom, and then showing the same explosion from five different angles. But there are a lot. A lot. Of, I think there was like twenty explosions as he's going down the dam because yeah. that big thing just keeps on exploding. If you listen in the background, just keep repeatedly keep hearing what, bombs in that. More fire. It was so much explosions. Deaths. Now, this is... I, genuinely, I cannot tell you an answer. But watching it back again, and I know it's just watching Fast Five, I'm positive that, that Dom and Brian killed 14 people in Brazil uh, that's safe. Yeah. They wiped out a lot of fucking that thing. Absolutely wrecking cars. Like, cubing cars. Going into, like, the, the front of like, like a bank. I don't mean, like, a, a vault. I mean, like, a, an HSBC on the street of Brazil. Just wiping out a bank. There's, like, there had to be, like, eight to ten people in that bank that they just killed. So I think they killed 14 people on Brazil. And then after that, because that plane went down and the film ended, everybody on that plane is dead. So there's 59 deaths, I think, in this film. And that's been very, very... Other to come back. All on the coast. So there's probably twice as many like bad guys who've been killed off. A lot of people got beaten up, but I'm not sure. Like at the end of the scene, they'd be flying, lying flat on the ground. Like they could be dead, but they only got punched and hit with like a the butt of a gun, so they might not be dead. But yeah, roughly 75 deaths in the film, I think. No cows, no goats, no dead animals whatsoever. I could, I really rack my brain. They're out, out in the wilderness, but I couldn't really remember any animals of any kind. Pedophile. I think we're in the clear here. I think so. So uh, at one John Cena's looking at him there is a bit weird. So yeah, that's at one point, Moa <laughs> said something to the boy about. Oh, about they said something to the boy, and I was like, oh, but I don't I think actually that was how it was meant. The Tom Cruise Tackleberry Trivecta. Here we go. This is this is the one. Well, because the film just stops, nobody gets the girl or the guy in the end. I know, I know. Right, yeah. We have to change it to the Letty Trifecta. Well, oh, I've got. Right. Letty rides a motorbike, yeah. and Momoa rides a motorbike, yeah. and the two of them run in the film, yeah. but nobody gets the girl or the guy in the end. No, Letty end. technically has Dom already. So. He, is, he technically has Dom, however, Momoa quite clearly has Brie Larson. Pulls her out of the boot, so he gets the girl. <laughs> that doesn't count. I, 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 know, I can see, okay, fair he enough. He gets the girl, he's got the girl, kidnapped the girl. In the spirit of the Tom Cruise... <laughs> 
Because Tom, Tom Cruise, in some films where he runs and rides a motorbike, he starts married but still manages to get the girl in the end. Like, mm. the wife dies and then he still gets the girl. <laughs> well, so, there's think, another part. Jason Momoa might get Brie Larson in the end. And then... Yeah, I think Letty is, unless she gets killed off for the 10th time or whatever, I think she might be getting the Tom Cruise trifecta because she's the, the, the designated biker <laughs> of the gang. So it might be the Letty. I thought at one point we might get a Toretto added to the trifecta, but it wasn't. Did they say that? Did they say the thing, Fast 10? No. <laughs> Not even, did anyone say Fasten at any point? <laughs> fasten your seatbelt, they never said that. Did they say the thing, Family? Yes. 27 times. Did you count them? Well, at all over the internet, one of them says 56. That's, all, says that's fi- bullshit, is the yes. 56. There's no way. I, got, I, I counted 27. Right, I counted 10. <laughs> <laughs> So it must be slipped in a lot, uh, but oh, yeah, Jason Moore like rattled off about three in one go. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe only got two of them, but yeah. Some uh, the reason I asked it was because the internet said fifty six times. There's no chance. No. Well, you accept La Familia because they say that, Familia at the start. Yeah, that that counts. I would say, but it's not. There's about eight there. Um, all set. Oh, if you did it that way, that counted. That counted to me as one because it was all oh, set. I'll drop mine down to nineteen then. Okay. Uh, first one was two minutes in when Reyes says it to Sun uh, after the stolen the vault. Chris, any other stats from you? Well, yeah. They said that 27... Well, I'm going to stick to it seven because my mask is wrong otherwise. They said it 27 times in this film, which in total throughout the entire franchise, my uh, family has said 86 times. 86. Uh, How many are by Dom? Because I feel like he doesn't actually say it. That uh, he doesn't say it a lot. I think count it specifically. Everybody else talk about his family. Yeah, it's kind he's of a, the, he's not an egotistical family guy. Yeah. Uh, and is Dom a superhero? Because yes. throughout the franchise, he has got more superior detective skills than Batman does. Because yep. he can recreate <laughs> crime scenes and stuff like that. Yep. He, uh, he flew through the air to catch Letty as she was falling. He's yep. bulletproof and fireproof. Yep. But his main one seems to be super strength because he is... It was already falling apart, but he, with one super stomp, he took down a, a multi-story car park. Yes. He is, um, what was it, Fast 9? He brought, like, an, a, a silo down just by pulling chains. That's yep. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's got, like, chains. some mechanical ability as well. Like, he can, like, manipulate cars as well to do what, do what they want. I wasn't going to include that because, Jesus Christ, the stuff he's done in the car. <sighs> like, he's like, half of those cars shouldn't be driving. Like, <laughs> even when it's falling out of the plane, landed on another car. Spengen's fucked straight away. I think it's impossible to say that Dominic Toretto was not a superhero because if he, I guess the rules of superherodom are dictated by Marvel and by DC. Mm. And what they class as superheroes is basically any of their superheroes. And like you say, you don't have to have super strength to be a superhero. You don't have to have super... You can't, don't, don't have to be able to fly. But the fact that Dom has detective skills like Batman, has yeah. accuracy skills like Hawkeye, yeah. in his universe... <laughs> He would be like, say the Avengers existed in the Fast and Furious, Dom would be an Avenger because of what he's able to do. So, if it wasn't yes. for Hobson Shaw, like augmenting people, mm. and so it turned out he's half cyborg, I think. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's a fair point because that's in the universe, then yeah. they, they superheroes kind of exist because they can augment humans. So, therefore, yes, I see he has to be one of the superheroes. So, yeah, I definitely Dominic Toretto is a superhero. Some of the rest might be as well. I know that was that Roman thinks he can't die, um, yeah. but. No, I don't know. Oh, that's fast nine up, does it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy, do you have a fun fact about Fast Ten for us? Uh, I did, and it's completely went out of my head. Uh, what the fuck was it? Can't remember now. 
film was supposed to come out three years ago or something like that. Well, there was something like that. It's, it's now a three-parter rather than two-parter. I know that. Yeah. That's a fun fact for you. There you go. It's not That's a fun, fun fact for me. Bad. More Jason and more. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this would be part one of a, a dual finale. Now it's part part one of three, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, on to the tip point five on the podcast. This is going to be the longest podcast of all time. And really it's quiz. Because uh, here we go. This is a good quiz. This is called Familia Familia. Familiar, familiar, okay. So you'll you'll get the just of it, but it's uh, it's about familiars. Who wants to go first? My turn. Bruce can go first. Mm -hmm. The Klopek brothers are characters in which ten point podcast movie? (laughs) That's the Burbs. That is the Burbs. Christopher goes first, so he was going to. Yeah, I actually knew that one. Did you? Yeah. Right. Question two. In Blade Trinity, which character does Jessica Beale portray? Uh, Whistler's daughter. I need more than that. Uh, I don't know. Is she called Jess? No, Bruce. Steal the point. Is she just called Whistler? No, Abigail Whistler. Ah, oh, Abigail. Bruce. Mm-hmm. What the name? What, what the name? What is the name of Liu Kang's brother in Mortal Kombat? Still know this, so I need to get a good guess. Uh, oh, I am blanking. I have to hurry. Uh. Shan. <laughs> I'll give you it. It's Shan or oh. Chang Can. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It depends how you want to see it. So yeah, that's it. Chris, which actress stars as the mum of Forrest Gump? Yes. Bruce, mm-hmm. what relationship does Lena have to Malcolm in Beautiful Creatures? Lena to Malcolm. Relationship? Macron, not Malcolm, sorry. Uh, Macron. Ooh. Lena to Macron. Oh. Are they oh are they father and daughter? No, Chris. Is it niece? And oh, uncle, right. yes, niece and be, uncle, great uncle, I guess. Uh, Chris, uh, Lily Coyle appears as Valentina, daughter of Christopher Plummer's character. In which movie? Oh, fuck, what's it? The imaginary doctor, uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Chris, which two characters are brother and sister in Jurassic Park? Oh, my god, the characters. Oh. The Hammond kids. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I couldn't even. Is it Justin <laughs> and Chris. Abigail? Chris. <laughs> it's Tim and I can't remember the name. Three, Susan. So Tim and Lex. <laughs> Lex. Ah, oh, I want to say Lady, but Lady was not right. They're just they're kids. They don't have <laughs> names. Chris, what is the name of Tatum's brother in Scream? Uh, Dewey. Uh, I'll give you it. Dewey Riley. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fine. Bruce, which year was the Blues Brothers released? 80, 1984. No, Chris. 89? No, A. 80? Jeez. Yeah. Well. Uh, Chris, who is the father in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? They both parts. 
actor and character name. All right. Okay. Uh, Wayne Zelinsky, and he, he is called. Oh my god! Uh... <laughs> the fuck's he called? Three, two, one. Press to steal it. I just need the actor name. Oh, uh, I wasn't even thinking. Uh, oh, I'm I'm blanking his name now. Hey. Uh, oh, I, I can't. Remember. It was Rick Moranis. Oh Rick my Moranis. god! That's his name. Uh, I was working towards getting the character name and him nailing it without even thinking about it threw me there. Bruce, oh brother, where out thou is directed by which famous brothers? Coens. The Coen I need brothers. their names, first names. Oh, Joel and Ethan. Yes. Oh, I knew Ethan. Chris, uh, Joe Panaletto and Robert Davi are brothers in which movie? Oh, uh, Goonies. Yeah. And yeah. last one. Last, no, no, sorry. Bruce, last round. How many... Uh, children does Nobby Butcher have in Grimsby? Oh, God. Is it nine? Nine, yes it is. <laughs> oh. I'm alive. Uh, Still just alive here. Uh, Chris, uh, who are the two sets of siblings in Logan Lucky? Uh, I haven't got a clue. Chris? There's Logan and is it Clyde? Yeah. And oh, you've uh, had Joe and Sam, so yeah. Do I, do I win? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you got <laughs> that point. Well, I mean, okay, well, that's a draw then. Oh, no, <laughs> that's you said one set. Nah. You, you said they were the two sets of twin, uh, brothers or family. Well, I don't uh, care. Uh, the rules are the rules. Anyway, yeah. 5 5, we drew. Well, I'll uh, <laughs> Move on. Point six, movies within movies. Christopher oh. Temple Podcast Universe. There's a lot, by the way, so brace yourself. Uh, seen... I'll, I'll laugh through them. So Michael Rooker is Buddy. Uh, he was in Slither's Grant Grant. Uh, the Rock, little cameo, as Hobbs. He was in The Mummy Returns in the Scorpion as a Scorpion King and Doom as Sarge. Really have not represented Dwayne The Rock Johnson fairly. <laughs> podcast. No, I thought we'd done more of him, but apparently not. I'm going to include him because he's the little cameo at the start. Paul Walker as Brian was in the Fast and the Furious as Brian. I'm actually, yeah. Can we just uh, say Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster? Like, yeah. We've just done um, the, the main characters yeah. of all. Well, so. Ralph, Vin Diesel was in the Triple X Xander. Michelle Rodriguez was in Avatar's 2D. Uh, Jordana Brewster was only doing this. <laughs> uh, Rita Moreno was uh, 80 for Brady. Not until I saw it. Oh my God, yeah, she was. She I, was I, I didn't recognise her. She's yeah. like the the fourth one. Like the other ones are all more important, but she was the fourth one in it for Brady. Uh, I forgot who he was, but Louise de Silver was in Twenty One Jump Street as one of the the One Percent Club the number three. He was the Yogo. He was the guy who got blown up in the race from. Uh, Brie. He was his pal. Uh, Brie Larson was also in Twenty One Jump Street as Molly. Uh, Ludacris. This one blew my mind because I forgot about it. He was in Rock and Roller as Mikey. He was the other studio executive with uh, Jeremy Piven. In, in ah. uh, Jason Statham uh, sure, he was in Expendables as Lee Crank as Chef Chelios and Snatch in, as Turkish mm-hmm. uh, that's it that's me as well, I've got no others Sweet. very good, have you recast us into the film Chris? I have um, I, I could technically keep you as Brian because he is still alive but <laughs> I put you as Jacob mm. I'll take that uh, I'm 100% Roman. Like I hate giving money away. I love food. <laughs> and I'm a great leader like him. You're far funnier than Roman is, Chris. I'll tell you. I'll accept that because I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> yes. Is Andy Dom? 
I have kept him as Vin Diesel. Because awesome. yeah. you cast us before. I went for who I wanted to see each of us play. So I wanted to see me play Brian in this film because he's not in it. <laughs> I wanted to see Chris play little Brian. Uh, I thought that'd be funny because I wanted to see Andy play Jason Momoa's character. <laughs> I, I totally would nail this character off. Tell you that. <laughs> I was tempted to treat as Jason Momoa. But yeah, second was Dom. I had Dom. I had him as Dom initially, but I thought, who else? I'll tell you what, if you give me 25 million to be in this franchise, fucking hell, I'll back the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> nail it. Uh, films that are in this film uh, Queenie, that's Helen Mirren, mentions Roman Holiday very clearly and obviously when they're in Rome. And Fast Five is literally in this film as well. <laughs> My questions. Could this film have come out in 1995? Absolutely not. There's like 10 films before it. It would make no sense to come out and also they probably wouldn't do all the things. They did Dead Man Walking. I thought Roman was done for and at the moment I'm correct. Roman wasn't <laughs> dead. He's not a dead. They jumped out of that plane in the cars. Uh, the yeah. guy at the staff got his name like Hector uh, Reyes. Oh, the, the dad Reyes. We knew uh, he'd yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the wrong movie? Momoa's playing it like he is, but Brie Larson is just in this film for absolutely no reason. She's in the wrong film. She's playing a character that was invented purely for this, which just could be played by original... Is it Little Nobody? Which Is that meant to be his son, or just the guy who took over from Mr. Nobody? No, nah, just a random guy who just yeah. called him Little Nobody. Is he in other films? Because I've uh, only watched 5, 9, and 10. Oh, and, and... Uh, oh he's... Guy, yeah. Teddy's with son, yeah. Ah, yeah, he's in another film, sure. Right, okay, because he wasn't in nine at all, and it's that's what's through me that he's yeah, just like, oh yeah, our buddy. Well, right, okay. Uh, he first appeared in like five or six. I can't yeah. remember now. It's not in five either, so it must be. Oh, like, when six. the agency came into it, which was yeah. six, seven-ish sort of stuff when he came in, obviously clearly. And tropes that we want to die, the dead coming back to life. I need rid of these characters being written out of films and coming back just when they fancy it is. This is the worst franchise for it. Mm-hmm. I thought Mar- Marvel might get bad when they start losing money in films, but this is horrific. Chris, trope you want to see dying? Uh, fast, uh, fast franchise specific, I've already mentioned, the rotating camera. But in general, the bad guy licking people's faces. <laughs> yeah. Aye. It's, it's, yeah. it's not funny. not big or clever, is it? <laughs> not big or clever. <laughs> Andy, what's your trope? Uh, as you much see? as I love it, in these films, and it works for these films, but I think it needs to die, is bad guys become good guys. Yeah, it does. it's preposterous. Because it's like a, a trend. Like, yeah, like, you think John Cena, right? He had proper reasons to hate Dom. They killed the dad. He was to blame. He got shunned from the family. One barbecue, one little fight. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I fucked up for all them years. Sorry, Dom. He's one that I understand, though, because he is, like, actually he is familiar. Fa- he only yeah, joined yeah. them because he got betrayed himself by that Yeah, guy. he got betrayed in the end, yeah. But then, like, Jason Statham, you killed my brother, I'm going to kill all your fucking family. Ah, oh, here, I'm here to help you guys. Don't he's worry. still a wee bit kind of more ancillary member of the family. Yeah, yeah really still, he's there. Yeah, you're right. Cypher's the one. If she actually ends up joining yeah. the family, yes. at a bar- if she's at a barbecue, then it's... it's- <laughs> <laughs> Point seven on the podcast. That one thing. This is going to be quite complicated. What is the one thing that the eleventh movie? Yeah, I'm with Chris. Fa- What's that? Just more. Just more. But he's going to be in another one. I so don't that- care. This is going to be the <laughs> film where I remember him playing yep. purple camp villain. You would see a camp villain these like this like in this day and age. Had this film actually ended, this would have been. Oh, that's the one with Momoa in it. For for me, it's the fireball one. That's I'm going to remember the the fireball. I guess you would call it. Let me do that again. That could be like fast it, fast twenty it, when that one guy that almost got burned comes back. Yeah, to that guy. <laughs> yeah, the that guy. But I still think fast five still the one with the safe. 
I think even though it's in this, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I, the the one with Momoa might be might be what sticks, depending what happens next. Point eight nominations for the Ten Point Podcast Awards, the final round of nominations, and I get some weeks to build the point this year. Chris, leave it off on the nominations. I feel many arguments coming here. I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. The best actor was Jason Momoa. Yep. I don't even. I don't have him nominated. I don't yeah. think for. 120% I'm backing Chris on that that was Sweet. a performance despite the fact you said it's not a performance Andy and he's not that's his real life character <laughs> but he's reading lines so I'm fine right, okay. uh, mm. I'd put best support as John Cena probably moment, yeah. but that's yeah. just, he's just being John Cena as well like, but fair enough yeah he's having a good time so in a supporting role yes we'll go John Cena okay uh, I'd put best badass as Dante I went Statham Statham is like I would say Statham is the badass in this because I don't know why he's punching a guy in the thingy bag. And then he's just like, I'm going to go and here's some guns, do what you want. I'm going to go and do my own shit. I don't need you. So that's pretty badass. Whereas yeah. I'd say Dante's a bit unhinged. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't have the air of badass. There, has, I'm going to tell you that. There's a theme coming up later on. So just follow any sense to it. Uh, my biggest bail and I put Ames. I put Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give it to Pete Davidson. Davidson, all right, so three-way tie means nobody wins. I'm not backing down on Roman. I'm not backing down. <laughs> all right, uh, my best villain, Dante. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my best death was the poor bastard at the start. He yeah. was only killed because he had no leverage yeah, whatsoever. Nobody, yeah, no friends, no nothing, just dead. No, not even a cat. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Actually, yeah, so I had John Cena, just because yeah. oh, he went out with him. Oh, he'll be back. But yeah, bad, but that, that, that henchman's never coming right. back because he had nothing. That's the best death because he didn't even have a cat. <laughs> oh, that's a new moral. Just have something in your life so you don't get yeah, killed. Just in case. Uh, my best plan, I'll put Roman's Rome heist because it didn't work until Donnie took over. Oh, he walked it's, right into that. It's Momoa. Is it yeah, not? Best, best plan is walking into Cypher with all the henchmen already under your control and without them even knowing they're under your control. And all the way through to the end, yeah. where it's like, I've had, had it him. planned. He's I've in my payroll the entire just keeps falling apart from No, he had a vision board. He had that plan down to that. <laughs> I love that. Your pals in the play. <laughs> board. Yeah. It's he had it all. And he's, he's even doing a subplot with fucking getting the rock as well. He's, he's yeah. not only getting Vin Diesel, he's got the rock on board as well. He's, he's like fucking all. He's playing here. 4D chess here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, my best weapon is Uncle Muscle's gun car. <laughs> Uh, I had because I always do this in an animal object. Best in animal object. I had Tiny Tedge at first, but I think the cannon, cannon car would be cannon car. That is a weapon. Okay. Uh, my best twist was Giselle because I did not see that come at all because I thought she was dead. Dead. I, I, I would actually say that's a bad twist. Yeah. So I, I'm going agency, dude. I'm going in. agency, dude. I didn't see it coming. I really no. didn't. I thought. I thought. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent. But then on that bridge. He's they swayed me back. It's like there's no way he's barbecuing with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The barbecue yeah, I'll that. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a worst twist. Uh I'd probably just L. Uh worst twist. I don't have one, but it might be Oh actually, here's the twentieth person that's not actually dead now. <laughs> well, I thought it was Brie Larson that was in there. I thought I don't know, she'd been yeah, saved and in, in the thing be so um aye, I'm still saying Giselle was the best twist. Uh, what special effects was Dom's car going down the steps trying to catch the bomb? Right, that 110% looked dodgy as fucking the cinema and IMAX. However, yeah. on the telly, it didn't look as bad as it did in the cinema. You mentioned it, that does ring a bell, actually. But yeah. yeah, it does, just the way it was. Yep. 
Uh, my best cameo, the flight attendant that helps them is Paul Walker's daughter, Meadow. <laughs> oh, God, it's a Chris so that, cameo. <laughs> that does count as a cameo, because she's oh, in the It's film. not a Chris cameo. So I went for The Rock as the best cameo. I would say The Rock, yes. Yeah. Because he's meant to be out, like... We know the rock star, isn't it? And I generally, I walked into that film not knowing that was in it. Like, I yeah. managed to say spoiler free on that bad boy. Pete Davidson is a, a very much a cameo, but yeah, but we're like, like yeah. no, fuck but him. The daughter doesn't quite work for best. Cameo, I would, but... I would give the daughter as a Chris cameo because I would say it's a retrospective if you'd know it. Yeah, really I don't know, know that because I, I don't get it as hard because I was going to the name that said Middle exactly. Middle but if watching it, you do, oh my god, look at the yeah, look, look who the stewardess is. So yeah. it's, I would say, uh, yeah. say that's Virgin on a Chris cameo there, yeah, so yeah. My dad's on Jules was Gal Gadot because I didn't expect her whatsoever. I didn't. I, I half expected. To, to be fair, I didn't. Like, I would say yeah. I'd give her the Danny John Jules because I didn't. Yeah, expect okay, yeah, good shout, yeah. Uh, my best fight was Dom and Dante in the bridge, literally because he called him a butthole. I'm good. I don't have a nominee, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that if you're if you think that's um, the best. The best line I've already said it more than once is when Dante. Calls him a butthole. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. He just pulls it. He told me the other side. You butthole. <laughs> this fucking kills me. I didn't call uh, you that at the beginning, though. I was expecting to, actually. I had that as a, something else as a backup. My best entrance was Dante dragging two bodies behind him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was an entrance. That was an entrance. Yeah. Worst cop was Ames because he's like everybody cop is dirty. Yeah. And he had the bad guy in custody and didn't do it, like, didn't kill him there. <laughs> There's not many cops in this, really. Yeah. They, I, I didn't tell you enough the agency are even police, you know? I feel like they're just kind of. what happened to Scott Eastwood. Just fucked off. Yeah, he's disappeared. Uh, my best costume out for was Dante's pink robe. Yep. He's uh, little bunches. Yep. Yeah, little bunches. Uh, be? My best hair was Momoa's hair. Like throughout the film, it's like a, it's like a it's lion's only, mane. It was glorious. He it's just went to the end, but I could put Momoa in for that. I, I did. I not yet. Like literally, there's a theme happening with him. <laughs> like you've already said no, but is Dom's kid annoying? Nah. No, he's fine. He's good, maybe even. Yes. Uh, product placement. I put Stella Arkema. Yeah. It's not specifically said, but you can see the glass. You can see the glass, but yeah, I'd struggle in this one. They actually seem to cover up a lot. They seem to have got money now. Yeah. It's Corona, surely. They were still drinking Corona. Was there still like, Coronas at the barbecue? He hands Han a Corona in the right. garage in that hellish scene. Uh, I prefer Stella. Yeah. I just like Stella more. I did see Stella more prominent than Corona's this time. Unless it's, what, a DeLorean? It's like a proper oh, glass. Oh, a DeLorean, actually. DeLorean yeah, what jumped out at me, so... I don't know if DeLorean... Because, like, like you say, it's, it's yeah. so bold. Yeah. So I think maybe that, then. I'll, I'll accept the DeLorean. That's me. Uh, done that, done that, done that. Best car chase. Apparently that's... A, I've got the Fireball one. Uh, it's probably the best car chase. Unless you want to go helicopters. I Bye. like the helicopters. I've yeah. the helicopters. I'll go helicopters, then. I'm happy with that. Best hair. I forgot the nominee to, to counter your one. Having watched Fast 9, best hair is Michelle Rodriguez. Because she had an awful-looking haircut. They made her look like about 70 years old. Aye, she looked really, yeah, she looks a lot younger now. Yeah, her hair has really changed her to, to looking like, like... It's like oh, someone said, you need to change that like for the next... Like I said, she That's started... Like, the first one, she's like, I forgot Michelle Rodriguez was hot. Yeah. And as she goes through the franchise, she gets fugly. And then, <laughs> like, recently, like, she's became hotter again. <laughs> Maybe you've just grown up with her. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, she goes weird. But yeah, like, Dungeons & Dragons, she's like... She's like... She's a barbarian, but she's a hot barbarian. Yeah. 
But I think her, her hair is such an improvement on the last one. I'd nominate her, but I think Chris is on the Momoa train, yeah. so we'll just leave that be. Uh, I don't know if it was the best stunt necessarily. I don't know if ah, there was too much happening. I don't know what. Was yeah, happening. and the big ones are all heavily CGI, so you don't actually know. I don't. Know. I, I think Vin Diesel jumped off the Hoover Dam. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> you can't that's, disprove that's, this. That is the difference between these and the Mission Impossibles. Is I could be like, <laughs> that's the best stunt because I know that's a fact. That's a Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say, Mission Impossible trailer ran before the Flash this week. Tom Cruise nearly does the trifecta in the trailer because he runs and drives the motorbike. My, my biggest problem with that trailer is it's over two films, and you could quite clearly tell that they put the two trailers worth well, two films right. worth of, in it. But I think it does, it does hide what's going to happen. Though. That's what good. Uh, best team, Momoa and the agency fella, Ames. They're the best team, I think. Momoa does most of it himself. I think yeah. the family got out teamed in this one. Nah, they're, they're just regrouping. They're, re- they're waiting for Brian and Mr. Nobody. And... Uh, biggest belly Roman. Most underused, Jason Statham. Yep. Third, third build has one scene. I don't care. It was enough. You're right there, actually. Yeah. He was underused, but... Like it's I fun. did want more of him. Definitely, he's coming back. I don't, I, I don't care. I'm getting Hobbs and Shaw too. I'm, well, I'm advertised as being in this film, and he's a big star in the Fast and Furious franchise, and he's not in it. Like um, um, he's underused anyway. I wanted more of him. Stupidest character, Roman, obviously, but specifically next to his name, I've got written. There's a bomb, and he answers, "What happens if it goes off?" <laughs> all I need okay. to know. Because of that line, I'm giving you that. You can have Roman. Worst acting, Vin Diesel. I don't know if Chris said that. Uh, worst physics, when little B jumps out of the car into the other car. That's the worst physics. No, because he knew his lines. He knew his lines. <laughs> Felt the star. I don't think it's possible for him to generate the energy he needed to jump from car to car. I think that's me. Um, I've done product placement as well. So that's on the point. First, that's his first superpower. He's feeling the energy. It's flying. Yeah. Point nine on the 10 Point Podcast is the moral of the story. What lesson are we supposed to learn from Fast 10? Andy, what's your moral of the story? Uh, families need to stick together because they're stronger together. There you go. My one is swearing is for song lyrics only and stubbed toes <laughs> and cannon cars. What's your moral story? Why is it just like don't mess with family? <laughs> don't mess with family. There we go. Tenth point. The ten point rating. Rating the movie out of ten. The wheel chose it, but Andy had seen it prior, so we'll start off with Andy. Well, as I said in my preview to the preview of this film, I enjoyed this film. It's like what Bruce said about The Flash. I went in, wasn't really expecting much, didn't really care. But I came out enjoying it. Like, it was fast, it was furious. The first 45 minutes I didn't blink because there was too much happening. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. It slows down a little bit, but at no point did I go, oh, God. Uh, and the end's abrupt, but it didn't even annoy me as much as it did Bruce. Normally, the endings <laughs> like that would annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> but I came out the cinema going, I want another one. Like, kind of like when I did Lord of the Rings and that. It's like, what happens next? Right. Like, I was excited by what happens next. So it didn't annoy me. I was excited. I'm going to be annoyed if it's three years, but currently, this film, after two viewings, two viewings. gets a nine. A nine? <laughs> because I enjoyed it. It's got everything I love about a film. It's got... John Cena, it's got Jason Momoa, it's got Jason Statham. Technically, Ryan Reynolds is in this franchise, and I can feel a build-up, and this is the this is the start of the build-up. So Fast 11 is going to be a 10 out of 10. I can feel it. It's coming. <laughs> so so we, always, we make fun of Andy for rating films on comparing it to another film. Like, oh. this is not as good as it once, therefore it's lower. But now Andy's comparing it, no, reflecting it in a film that hasn't even come out I- yet. <laughs> this film is so good because the next film is going to be good. I'm, good. I'm so excited because of all the I've seen in this, and it just left me wanting more. I'm I'm all in. I am like 
like I said in my preview of this, this is better than the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Like, I'm like, you see a new Marvel thing, it's like, I'll watch it because I'm invested in it. This, I'm like, I'm going to watch it because I don't know what the fuck they're going to do next. They've been to space. How do they top it? I know. <laughs> Rocket League in Rome. <laughs> blowing up the Vatican. I'm all in. Uh, I'll go next. I went up in order for this. The most damning thing about the film is that during every single fight scene, I was begging for some story progression or a character being built or telling me who these people are. But then when I get some of that, I'm yearning for more fighting to come back. I just wanted car chases for like an hour of this film. Just give me a car chase, please. If that was what I had written, and I just got next to it, the non-ending loses it another point. So it's actually got marked down to a 2 out of 10. Because oh, it fucking didn't hell. Finish. Fucking hell. This is, it's nearly, it is nearly unwatchable. This no, film. it's not. It is nearly unwatchable. It's so bad. It's like someone, I saw someone wrote somewhere, that it's like an AI made the film. And it's kind of... It's, it's like kinda, I had millions of pounds and made a film. This is what it, this film oh, is. Oh, exactly. It's like, it's soulless. It, there's no <laughs> purpose. Soulless. Nobody has a purpose. It's all just... Oh, you're watching the wrong film. I am watching the wrong film. You're right. If I didn't pick it, the wheel did. Chris, what's your score? Um, I guess a six for me because... Right in the middle. Like, purely because Momoa's performance, he is... He steals every single scene and everything he says is funny. It's like he's singing bipolar. Well, there's, yeah. there's like another like one minute he's like pure rage and then he's just something camping over the top and uh i, I hope he survives the next two films so you could do a spin-off of dante and he gets a bite <laughs> he's turning the team i'm reason. telling you hobbs and shaw and dante who's worse than dante well what, what it is ames is going to turn in dante so dante's going to help dom that's it ah yeah that's what we're going to go yeah. that's what's yeah. going to happen uh it scrapes a six then Fucking savage, you are. Unfair, kind score for Fast Ten. I think oh, this. I thoroughly like, entertained. I loved it. I, well, I, I don't know if it's like the like worst, but I think it's my least favorite of the Fast movies. I think I, I think I think this is just about at the bottom of the lot. Oh, you're a monster. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so the scene for the wheels hard to judge now because we had it going. Beast, eighty for Brady, Boston Strangler, Space Oddity, and Fast X are the uh, five films. <laughs> what is traveling? Yeah, I always thought it was going to be travelling, but then Boston Strangler doesn't really work. He <laughs> travels around a little bit. I moved from Boston to somewhere else. <laughs> okay, it's a stretch. Family. It's not family either, is it? Family? family. A for Brady. A for Brady's not really family, unfortunately. Yeah, the family, best group of friends. They're family. Uh, they're Vin Diesel's integrated family. Yeah. I, I guess family. Beast is about the three of them are the family. Yeah. A for Brady, if you want to be that. Boston Strangler is about basically her and her kid and again it's not really it's just about her really it's i don't know a little bit integrated because idris elba's in the fast franchise now ah. rita marina's in the fast franchise ah. i don't know oh, if anybody from fast and strangler well you've just done the universe chris so no one hopped out as having been in boston oh, strangler yeah. did they universe that's kevin bacon no i think he else was in space oddity <laughs> Maybe it is. They're all in the fast universe, one way or another. Anyway. I like that song, it was shit. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there for the last episode of the season, Fast 10. What we a might, high to end on. What we might cherry pick some other Fasts and Furiouses in between, but that might, excuse me, might be the end of the Fast and Furious thing for now. Next time is the pointies. The season's seven pointies. I will now get started. Where Jason Momoa is going to clear up. 
<laughs> I dare say it could be like an epically long pointy awards this year. So do get ready for like a three-hour podcast that we're going to be doing. It's going to be like WrestleMania. It's going to be in two nights. We could just do yeah, oh, two parter. <laughs> do the good night one night and the bad night. We also happy the second night we were sitting with a hangover going. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember anything from the night before. <laughs> what did we rate this? I don't know. It, it will be a few weeks before it appears on your podcast timelines. I am going to try and do some twittering of reviews of things that I see in between to keep you occupied, and I'll try and tweet out warnings of when the point is happening. Uh, so get in touch on Twitter next week because I'm going to be on it quite a lot. That's really it for now. How do you find season seven went, lads? I'm sweating my balls off. Summer, summer oh, I think the hottest season ever. Definitely, in terms of temperature-wise. In terms of movie-wise, not the highest. I think the last couple of seasons we had some actual proper good films. This year was a bit devoid. Of That's proper... because you don't appreciate Fast and the Furiouses. Correct. And you also gave something that me and Chris gave like a nine a couple of weeks ago and nothing. Was it Snatch? So, uh, uh, lucky number seven. I didn't like Snatch that much. Oh, that's uh, right. Looking number seven. But yeah, I think we've we, we, haven't, we haven't agreed. That's because I took you outside your comfort zone this season. Like I put random films in that you've never even heard of. I could barely get on streaming services. Fair point. Really remember half the films to pick. <laughs> exactly. They'll come back well, in the pointies. I've already decided what I'm doing next season, and I think next season is me a cherry picking collection of things that aren't a theme again. Uh, so, but then after that, I've got a belter of a theme after that. So I think. I think the next season, I already know what I'm doing. I already know what my first pick I've is. I've got an idea for next season. I've got my first pick as well, actually. Please be Bobcat Goldsweet Part 2. It's <laughs> <laughs> still the greatest all... theme in history. Uh, yeah, so there we go. That's yeah, it for us. Back in Guardians of the Galaxy. We will see you in a few weeks' time for the Season 7 Pointies. So until then, listen to all the episodes again and get in your mind what you think the bests and worsts are. And, and, write, down your, and write down your reviews on our socials as well. Cause, yeah. Uh, because yeah, Bruce, Bruce hates this film. He hates I, films. I, I, I did not have fun during this film. This is that was oh. the difference between the Flash and this was I had fun Absolutely during. But it's just about the same length of time, uh, and this was so so, uh, so much less fun. Anyway, I was trying to wrap <laughs> things up there, and I'm getting boiling hot with these headphones on. <laughs> Join us in a few weeks' time for the point, pointies of season seven of the Ten Point Podcast.